And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Bear Down Sports Association podcast, episode 77 today. As always, this podcast is brought to you by Old Bridge Pizza. Shout out to our guys over at Old Bridge Pizza for sponsoring the entire season. And shout out to Chaos as well for supporting the entire season and sponsoring us as well. Uh, located now, I believe, at a different location in Old Bridge, indoor setting now. Um, I'll have to get that information from Sean, but he's now hosting indoor sessions, obviously mask on. Very thank. Always was very clean with his products, making sure everything was sanitized after each workout. Um, go there, get a free workout, and uh, hopefully join on. As you can hear, Kurtzman is back at his remote location in Hoboken. Uh, it is me, TJ Savaro, on the podcast, joined by me, uh, my father, Tommy Savaro. Dad, you were at the games this weekend. You were excited to, to get back on the podcast and speak some knowledge? Sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, Kurtzman, do we have anything we say before we want to get into a little bit of last week's recap and then preview the upcoming games? I'm more mad now about my loss than I was on game day. All right. Do, do you want to start? Do you want to start with – let's start with your legacy. Let, let, let him go last. Let, let's let's get our take on it first and let him get it going last. All right, what, what's your take on Kurtzman's legacy? You know what? I can't blame Kurtzman on this one. I mean, it was a great game. You should have a lot off hanging in there, but that's the player he is. Bottom line is when you lose your top three picks and not play with them and play in a playoff game, it's going to take, an, uh, it's gonna take a, uh, an effect. It's going to take a toll on the team. Yeah. Uh, I mean, no Mike, no Julius. No True. And no True. That's tough. Take take away top three picks from all the contending teams, and you won't have you won't have a game. And, and uh, I'm just saying, I think uh, it, it's it's terrible that he had to play without those players. But you know, he showed a lot of heart hanging in there. Took that game to overtime. And let's not discount what the Bills did when we were going through power rankings all the season. And I said the Bills, and you guys jumped on me. And here they are; they're they're in the in the semis mm-hmm. right now. W for you. Take your W. Yeah, no, W. Bill, no, not for me. The Bills are a good team. They okay. are a good team. I, I don't want. We're, I want to talk about what the Bills. Uh, I want to talk about what the Bills did obviously in this game. But we'll start with Kurtzman. I called Kurtzman that night, and I told him this, Dad. This is, tell me if you think I'm wrong here. No disrespect to anyone that he played with at all, right? But I said Kurtzman needs, like, his true teammates out there. Yes. And by that, I mean this. Like, Mike Danino is a true teammate of Kurtzman because he played with him four years in college. Right. Joe Pipp, his best friend growing up, played with him. You look around the league, look at IB. He's got his guys. Sedano, Johnny Mack. Justin, Justin. Yeah. Uh, like Jack, like those are his guys. Oh, sure. Those are the guys right. he's played Look, with. Like, his first pick was Justin. He knew he surrounded himself with guys yes. that he was comfortable with. And even though Kurtzman did have Joey in this game, but like, and, and I'm not like Rougeau. I thought had a really good season as well. I know Joe Noya sub. I thought Rhett Jarwar, who I voted for in a bunch of different awards and everything like that. When we do the ballots, uh, when those come out, I'll, I'll announce my ballot. But. I just I said to Kurtzman, I was like, I think you need some more of your like guys out there with you. But I, with that being said, I do think they had the Lions in this game. They had the opportunity to win. Clearly, I think they had the talent to to match them on the on the field. I talked to Kurtzman. I was just like, I know you know some of the interceptions are uh, you know the wrong conversions and everything like that. But it's just another game where you have three interceptions. Like like if you want to win, you know what, I'm that, like I'm like I said this. You don't see IB with three interceptions in the playoffs. You don't see Sobes with three interceptions. But here's in the what you see. You see interceptions. I see players that he has been playing with. That you know what? Maybe the timing is off, and maybe he threw a ball that you know the cut should have been the but, other way. And you, you you can't blame the interception just on solely on the. I'm not I'm not blaming you solely on Kirschman, but would you? But we wouldn't we wouldn't give the slack to IB. We wouldn't give the slack to Sobes. We wouldn't give the slack to any of these. If other IB top wasn't playing with his top players, yeah, we'd give him. No, the, we yeah. would still expect greatness from IB. Like I still expected Kurtzman. We all picked Kurtzman to come out and win the game. We knew he wasn't gonna have these yeah. guys. We still Listen, all picked him to come out and win. If the Chiefs took, if you took away Kelsey, uh, Kelsey, uh, Tyreek Hill, and Hilaire away from the Chiefs, you would still expect Patrick Mahomes to be a beast. But not you at would. the ra- not at the rate that you expect him to play. You would still expect him to come you, out. And you win. got exactly what you got from Kurtzman playing with players that he wasn't playing with. That you he, got, you got all fucking hot in that game. Yeah, but they you took lost. him to overtime. If he had his plays, it could have been a different story. If, You're talking about Mike Danilo potentially if, one yeah, of the, he got the best offensive players in but the league. But he had Joey, arguably the best player in the league. Joe, Joey P- Joe Pitt played on Christmas yeah, team. Joe Pitt is good. Joe yeah. Pitt, and he played a phenomenal game. Right. So and, and he's got chemistry with Pitt. Yeah. Yes. So no, I'm not like losing Mike wasn't the biggest issue in this no, game. But you know, take away Julius too. Take away on defense. No, no slight to Joe Denoy. Joe, Joe Denoy had a great year, but he's not, not Mike Danino. He's not Julius. Yeah. No, I I agree with you, but I'm still. It was still enough. Kurtzman still had the opportunity to win the game. Like they still had enough. 
and he threw three interceptions in the game. Me and Chris already I'm not talked putting about that on this. the quarterback. Not not when you play with guys that you don't have time. I with. think I think if you don't hold Kurtzman to that standard, you're doing him a disservice. Kurtzman, how do you feel? <laughs> it was uh, it was funny listening to you guys just banter about me for like five minutes. Um, <laughs> no, uh, listen, I think I think it was a combination of everything. I think I didn't play my best game. I think that I was playing with guys that I'm not used to playing with all season. I said to you on the phone, I said, listen, I think that if I had my drafted team, the team that I drafted this year, I think we would have had a lot better chance to win the championship. Um, I had good subs. I, well, I had subs that were good enough to win the game. Um Defensively, I think we missed some flag grabs, but I think overall we played okay. Um, we just didn't really execute in the crunch, crunch time in overtime. Those left, if you rewatch overtime, you see all four plays were very broken. Nothing, um, just nothing developed. The line kind of broke down much quicker. Misha was much more closer to the ball off rip. Um, I just think the Bills they played well enough to win. I don't think they played that well. We made them punt. We made them punt twice. Um, I think if we run that game back, we probably win. But that is what it is. I'm going. I'm giving the Bills an A plus effort in this game. <laughs> I would. But if you ask her, if you ask her off though, he would tell you they did not play well. Um, I I think they I played. Mean, I, I mean, I know he said it because he said it in their group chat. But that's not well. That that's because he's you know how he is. He's he's looking at it as the. Gla- glass half empty kind of a thing saying we need to get better like that's the approach that you should take that's yes, fine yes. but I still think the Bills played a re- I, I think the I Bills played a really good game yeah. Let's I say- know he played well but I think he would tell you that they could have played a lot better yeah, you're always going to say that. You know, when you're humble like that, you make those, you say those things. Let's talk about, you know, aside from, you know, the hardships that Kurtzman had to go through, let's talk about how well the Bills yeah, played. Yeah, that's what I say. I want to talk about how well they played. I thought, Steven the Demon. Come on, let's talk about this yeah, guy. Steve, all right, here's he, my He's been off my radar the whole year. Let, I just, just discovered him now. Let's say this. Let me start by saying this. Steven Bowen is an absolute beast. Beast. Like, he's a beast. It's as simple as that. He should have went down, though, before Russ the, the, here's the my touchdown. Here's my, my problem with the Bills, because I want to give them all the praise in the world, because they were the underdogs in this game. I don't care who was playing. Searle's first playoff game in this league. Kurtzman is the commissioner of the league. Had Joey. Had his guy. Like, the, Kurtzman was in hotel. Kurtzman will tell you this, even though he lost and he thinks he would have won with his full team. Kurtzman will even tell you he was in very good position to win that game. Suroff did have to come and take that from them. Like that was that was a very gutsy yeah, win by them, and, and they and they came out and they played really well. Their entire team, Zach Q Misha was an animal. animal. I thought Amir did a really good job blocking. Always. Like Suroff, the uh, shout out to the offensive line, Cobrin, Amir, Misha, because they had all he had all day to throw Suroff on a lot of these throws. Kurtzman agreed. Yeah, great. Yeah, the the their line played really well, and he made some really big throws in that game. My my biggest pet peeve of this game, Suroff. You, if you're listening, to this, you need to hear this. When in that game right there, Stephen Bowen on that fourth down play, when he catches the ball and runs for a touchdown, everyone's hyped and everything. Okay, cool. But then what happens? Kurtzman ca- comes right down the field, scores, conversion, boom, we're in overtime. The game is over if Stephen Bowen Just gets a eight. first down and falls to the ground. Right. The game's over. Over. It's over. We don't have to. I know oh, at the end of the year, we, you still won, but still, way too close. It did not have to happen. On that play, Suroff has to be telling, even if it's not Suroff, someone on that, that huddle has to have the game sense to say, if we get a first down fall on the ground, the game's over. Don't score a touchdown because then Kurtzman has 40 seconds and a timeout. Well, someone should have been yelling 40, as he's running free. 40, no, no, it should be before, no, not while he's running free. The play, it happens in the huddle. Guys, if you get a first down, go to the ground. That's the only problem I had with the Bills the entire day. They were phenomenal. Line was phenomenal. I thought Suroff played a really good game. I thought uh, Steven was the MVP of this game. Q was great. Zach and his return, like they they were good. They were their defense played really well too. I thought and they got a huge goal line stop in the overtime. I want to give the Bills their props. And we you know we had preseason. We had preseason. We asked, will there be a rookie quarterback that advances to the to the second round of the playoffs? Nick Suroff got it done, Kurtzman. Yeah, no, he um they definitely got it done. Uh, kudos to the Bills. They played great, and uh, I wish them the best of luck when they play against Soaps next week. Yeah, listen, I told Surhoff in the beginning, yeah, I think it was after their loss to the Dolphins, where it was a tough loss where he competed really hard and just a lot of penalties by his team really, you know, turned that game the other way. I came to him after the game and I said, listen, you have what it takes to win in this league. And and I said, uh, don't be discouraged. I said, this team will hang in there and you'll lead them. And look what he did. He's, now he's in the semis. Good for him. Yeah, great for the Bills. Good win for them. Uh, shout out to the Lions. All the guys, uh, first-year guys, Rhett. Stay, I, I feel like staple in the league now, Kurtzman. I feel like Red is a guy we talked about preseason a lot after we saw him in that first scrimmage. 
I think his draft stock obviously rises. I don't think he would go that low in the draft. I thought he had a really good year. Great year. Um, you know, shout out to Jarwar. I think Jarwar is now looked at as an elite lineman in this league. I think he took he's a an really, anchor. yeah, he's an anchor. Took a, a huge step up this season. Uh, Mike Danino, obviously, monster. Shout out to Mike for playing in the league. Julius Rougeau, you know, the whole squad really. Uh, good season by you guys. Obviously, not how you wanted to end, but uh, a good season. And shout out to everyone from the Lions who signed up and played in the league. Great. Yeah, no, for sure. All right, let's go to the. Uh, Let's go to I another game. Stats, I can I can do I can do stats. Oh yeah. Oh sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot that you have stats, Chrisman. Uh, start off 13 and 2389 yards, three touchdowns. Also had four carries, 50 yards, two touchdowns, including game winner in overtime. Yep. Uh, um, Q had three catches, 33 yards, and two interceptions. Zach had two catches, 24 yards, and a touchdown. Bolin, uh, Steve Bolin. I'm sorry. Seven catches, 128 yards, two touchdowns. Beast. Also caught two conversions. And uh, Jake had one catch for six yards. Prime had an interception as well. And for my team, I was 18 and 28, 196 yards, two touchdowns, three picks, 11 carries, 123 yards, two touchdowns rushing. Uh, Pip, five for 82 and a touchdown. Rougeau, three for 23. Jarwar, four for 43 and a touchdown. Uh, Dinoy had a catch for four yards. Rex, three for 28. It was a big conversion. And Tommy Torrey, two for 16. Pip with an Odell catch. Yeah, crazy, with a crazy catch. All right, let's go to let's, let's do Cardinals Panthers. I want to do that one. That I thought was a arguably game of the day. That was a really good game. Um, you know, it came down to the end. It was a, a hectic ending. I thought Augie balled out in this one. I thought Joe balled out in this one. The game started off where I think Joe comes right down the field, scores on the first drive of the game, like very surgical. Came down, looked great. Augie answers right away with a deep ball to Nick Zalek, like a patent in Augie deep ball. This was a game, Kurtzman, where I think, you know, uh, the Panthers, they probably played, I can make the argument that this was one of their best games of the season. And I, I thought they played really well in this one, and there were there was big plays all around. Nick King played really well in this one. He had a controversial flag grab maybe for a first down. Um, it was, they, they, played, they played really well in this one. And I think, you know, we talked about the line play coming into this game. I thought Augie's line held up well. Rob Trino wasn't there, but John Harnish subs in. I thought he played a good game. Matt, I thought, did a good job blocking. Um, Steve Verdesco, as, as always, like, I thought, you know, the, it wasn't, at, it, towards the end, it kind of was a problem, but throughout most of the game, I think they really held their own and gave them a really good chance to win. I thought Augie balled out. I thought Joe balled out. Um, they, they played really well. Both teams. I think if this game was played ten times, I think it would be split five and five. Honestly, um, how did you feel about this one, Kurtzman? Um, see, I I feel a little bit differently. I feel like um, Augie was forced to do a lot with his legs. I felt like um, the Cardinals' defense was swarming around, making him uh, really uncomfortable in the pocket. Um, they had to go to four linemen. It really it halted their uh, their passing offense. Uh, Augie went through for sixty-seven yards in this game. Um, the field conditions obviously play a little bit of a factor. In yeah, the, the they were not, they were on the muddy field. Yeah, no, for sure, and that and that plays a factor. But um, I thought like for the on the other side, I thought Joe played pretty well in this game. So yeah. I'm not going to say that the the terrain is going to make that the quarterback not play well. Um, I think Augie tells you he could have played a lot better, but obviously that's just him being humble. But yeah. I think he could have played a lot better too. I thought um, he played. I thought he played well though, given what he had to deal with. Like I thought. I know you say he had to do a lot with his legs. That's what I expect uh, no, from Augie, yeah, though. He, it didn't seem like he came in with a really good game plan. Like it seemed like, all right, like someone on his team, like Spo, only had three targets and one catch. Like yeah. that that can't happen in a playoff game, and like that should have been something in the. There should have been ways to make sure the, the ball was put in his hands because he's someone in the league for some okay. reason. Okay. his flag well. Okay. Um, I felt like I feel like he used Alec Wells. Alec caught a touchdown early in this one and caught a conversion later in the game. I don't know. I just felt like the the Cardinals the way they came it was way more of a game plan than the Panthers, and I think it showed personally to me. You could say they played well. Um, I'll say that the Panthers are a disappointing team on the season. Yeah, no, they're definitely a disappointing team on the season. But for where where I had them in my head, and I know this game was it was a close. It came down to what, was it one point win. No, uh, actually, the final score was twenty to fourteen. I put twenty to eighteen on the. Um, oh, okay, okay. The so it was it was, it was the score. score yeah, the score. Yeah, one score. That's what I meant to say. What well, um, one score? Augie had two times. He had a chance with the. He had the ball with a chance to tie it at both times. Wasn't able to get it done. Um, the field obviously played a factor in all this, but. Um, no, I I, I like I think I think I was uh, I was 
like you could tell Augie had his heart in this one. Like he had the passion oh, 100%. in this one. That yeah, that, that I think that's that's what more so than than the uh than the stats, you know, the throwing yards or rushing yards. So I thought when I say he balled out like he was out there g- giving it his all to try to win in that game. That Yeah. Uh, you know, they always said big players play big and big games. Augie's the type of guy that's always gonna give you more than hundred percent. I want a game, a game like this of this magnitude. Uh, you could always count on him to be that player. Uh, I thought Joe played well. If I have one criticism of Joe, and I told him this at halftime, you have receivers open. Don't finesse the ball to them because they're open. Throw the ball to them. Throw it on the line. Get it there to them fast. Don't give the defense a chance to make up ground, which happened on a couple of throws. He had a man wide open in the end zone and tried to finesse it, and uh, a defender came by and batted it as it threw the ball. I do like the way they played. Correct me if I'm wrong. Were there any scores in the second half of that game? Yeah. But it was the Tompkins re- uh, reverse play with where he threw it to Douglas? In the second half, Oh, the only score was the yes the top no it was Pistol 16 yard touchdown run can That's I the only score in the second half. can I say this Kurtzman can I say this go ahead is the is that the best design play of the season where because they had Kramer uh, like coming through as if he was going to be the one that throws the ball because they have ran plays this season so if you've watched Cardinals film you know that you have to prepare at least for Kramer to throw the ball correct yeah, so, so um, yeah, they, they 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 reverse Kramer and then he hands it to Tompkins who hasn't thrown the ball this year and then he does a little float pass over the top to Douglas who makes a crazy catch. Like I thought that was just like oh, that was a really good concept because as soon as Kramer gets the ball you're looking for him to throw it, right? Yeah, no, for sure. Um it was it's funny because when I was roughing their game in the first, the last week of the season, they ran the same play except Kramer kept the ball and didn't give it to Tompkins. Or no, I'm sorry, I don't think Kramer ever had the ball in the play. I'm pretty sure Kramer came motion and it was a Tompkins fake. Oh play. yeah, Tompkins, Tompkins with the fake yeah, handoff Tompkins to him, right? Yeah, that's what it was. Yes, yes, that's what it was. They used they used they used Kramer as the decoy. That's yeah, what it was. No, listen, when I saw it, when I saw it, I knew that what they had what they had going. As soon as I saw Tompkins kick the ball, I knew that a lineman was leaking into the end zone. Uh, Tompkins put it up there for Douglas to go get. Douglas, great athlete, big receiver. Um, I wish he was used more a little bit in this offense, but listen, this is a team who does not care about who touches the ball. They only care about winning. Um, Joe Pistol rallied his groups and uh, gave just as much as all game this one was able to pull it out. How about, Joe, how about Joe in his first year, as a, his first season as a full-time quarterback? Uh, makes the makes the playoff, makes the second round of the playoffs. Yeah, makes the final four. Yeah. Um, I raved, I think I raved about this supposed to play in the last couple weeks enough on this podcast, but I'll say it again. He is a dog. He is able to rally the troops and keep his team uh, fully believing that at all times they're going to win the game. Um, they gave up the early touchdown to, to the Panthers, and they came back right down the field and got it right back. Um, they're just a resilient group, and they're going to give. I think they're going to give the Falcons a game next week. Yeah. I, I, after Douglas scored his touchdown, I said, "Well, I guess the game's over. You can pack it up because every game I believe he scores, they win." So I yeah. told him, "I said that, that's part of your saber metrics." <laughs> yeah, game over. Just get the ball uh, to Douglas in the end zone, and you win the game. Um, I believe the key for me, I think the the key play in the game was right before that, maybe a minute left. Uh, Ivanak intercepts Augie, and the Cardinals take the ball. I believe they scored. They come down the field and score. That that was a very deci- uh, decisive score there. So a lot of credit to Joe and, and the whole defensive uh, team. But the Cardinals played great. Yeah, good games. Uh, good games. Curse me. You got anything else on this one? Um, no, I mean, listen, uh, like I said, the Panthers, definitely Panthers and Lions, me and Augie, both really disappointing on the season for sure. Um, it's going to go down as a lost season for both of us, so we're both going to hopefully come back next season ready to go. Yeah. All right, give me stats on this one. Shout-out to everyone on the Panthers for – Playing the season, first year guy Rob Torino. Shout out to Rob. I know he really likes the league. Um, you know, just we're happy that everyone came and played. We'll hopefully, see everyone back. And Augie, I expect to be back and better for next season. Kurtzman, stats. Um, let's see. Augie, six to 13, 67 yards, a touchdown, and two picks, 14 rushes, 119 yards, and a touchdown. Also had an interception of his own that he returned for a score. Um, it was a one pointer. Spo, just one catch for 25 yards, also had a sack. Um, Marola had a pass breakup. Uh, Steve had two catches, 11 yards. Denoya had a pass breakup. And Nick's out, three catches, 31 yards, and a touchdown. Also part of conversion. 
Pitched the ball was 10 and 22, 110 yards and a touchdown. Also had a pick, 9 and 85 for one and one touchdown rushing. Tompkins threw a touchdown, also had three catches and 30 yards. Douglas, three catches, 40 yards and a touchdown. Ivan, two catches, 15 yards and interception. Musi, three sacks, was an absolute beast in this one. Um, and J.K. Well, three catches, 36 yards and a touchdown. And Mike Kramer had an interception as well. Very nice. All right, let's do the... Uh I was going to say, let's do the, the Packers. I think that was the best game. Packers-Dolphins, yes. Packers-Dolphins. Um, look at the quarterbacks. When I see this game, I just want to say this real quick. Look at the quarterbacks that got eliminated in the first round of the playoffs. Kurtzman, Augie, Vin Gargano, Tommy Gaunti. That's just kind of crazy to think about. Vin, and, and this is why... You need this game right here is exactly why you need Vin Gargano to be a quarterback in this league. We thought the Packers were dead in the water, and then you get Vin in at quarterback, Mikey moving to receiver, and that team looks completely different, and they look phenomenal. And honestly, if they played anyone besides the Falcons or the Dolphins in the first round, I would have had them advancing. I would have had them moving on. I yeah. think I think they would have they would have beat any. Uh, any other team, especially with the game that they played, Vin was on the money. They were great in that game. The Dolphins, obviously, Sobes versus uh, Sobes versus Vin. It's going to be a, a classic quarterback shootout, and it was great throws all over the field, great runs, great athleticism. Kurtzman, what do you think about this one? Um, this was the game that we all expected. We expected a one-score game. We expected um, a low amount of turnover. We expected high offensive execution, um, and we literally got all of that and more. Um, both of these quarterbacks came out and absolutely balled. Snobes were on the money with most of their throws. Uh, we're running a lot, which you expect in the playoffs with quarterbacks. You want to be able to move the chains and uh, to see the positive plays. And both quarterbacks knew that. And um, I was happy to see such an exciting game to cap off the, the night. Um, the Dolphins and Packers both came out a game plan. They both were able to execute offensively well and get all of their guys involved um nobody in this game really had a high target share in terms of like really getting fed the ball i think they only had three or four targets um on the other side uh Emmerich and mikey were kind of splitting up the targets with the receivers but he was getting to his lineman too and running the ball so it was good to see everyone getting involved in this big game i uh i coined a new nickname during this game chris man goatee norton <laughs> Cody Norton was an absolute monster in this game. Like Cody was was a beast. Uh, I have Cody high on my ballots. And you'll see when it comes out when I when I release my uh, when I release my ballot and who I voted for. I ha- I have Cody uh, as an award winner and I have Cody on. A, Do we have like an Outland Trophy winner like for best li- offensive lineman? Yeah, or? yeah. I'll show you the ballot. You didn't fill yours. I'll show you the ballot. There's some new things on the ballot this season. Good. I, I think but, you should have. Yeah, Cody. Cody was. Uh, Cody was really good in this game, very important for them, made a bunch of big plays. Um, this, you know, it, it came down to, and neither of these teams could really stop the other team. And it came it came down to, at, at the very end, you know, like you said, Dylan really only had what? He had one catch in this game, Kurtzman, for the touchdown? Two, ca- two catches. Two catches. He had, I know, one for for the long touchdown, Sobes hit him on. But Sobes is, like we say it every week, he just spreads the ball, just gets it done. Vin, I know, had Emmerich. Emmerich was telling me... Uh, he was like, wow, playing with Vin is crazy. I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, playing with Vin, he was like, playing with Vin is is really crazy how good he is. And he, he was phenomenal in this game. This was, like I said, I think I think the Dolphins are the better team, so I do think the better team won in this game. But if the Packers were playing anyone else, I probably would have picked them. And I think that the game that they gave, the effort they gave, would have won it. Um, I think this team, Chris, when we, when we talk about the Packers, we talk about guys who have upped their draft stock. I think Wiz, you saw the best version of him at the end of the season and going into the playoffs. Wiz was very active when it came to flag grabbing, blocking, and rushing the quarterback. Like he, he was an. I thought he had a really good season, like the second half and into the playoffs, Kurtzman. No, he did, and we and we talked about it, and I kept calling him out because I wanted him to keep playing at such a high level. Um, I think Wiz is one of those guys that you have to really just uh, you got to motivate him and give him a little chip on his shoulder to really get him going. Um, but he definitely balled out in the second half of the year and showed that he is 
more than capable of doing a great job on both offensive and defensive lines. I want to shout out to Vin Arena as well. I thought he had a really good season. He's a staple in the Gargano offense. Um, I also and I and also on that uh, on that offensive line they had Mark DeMeo in this game who is obviously a monster and subbed and he was he was a beast in this game as well. But the Dolphins pulled this one out. Dad, you have your your Sobes Lebron comparison. Uh, did you expect anything less in this one? No, it's unfortunate I didn't get to see this game. Uh, I wish I was stuck around to see it. Um, I, I like you. I beg, beg Vin to play quarterback next year. And I believe at the beginning of the season when we talked about uh, when they started this team, who was going to quarterback him or Mike? And I said, I hope it's Vin. No slight on Mike. I just think Mike is such a tough receiver, the guard with his size, that it's a better combination with Vin at quarterback. And I hope they come back next year and hope and hope Vin plays because this league needs Vin, Vin Gargano at quarterback. This league needs Vin at quarterback. And Mikey was a stud at receiver as stud. well. Stud. And on the defensive end also. All right, we do not have the stats currently done for that one, but Kurtzman will post them, so we will post the Dolphins versus Packers stats later. Shout-out to the Packers on a really good season, fighting to get into the playoffs. Shout-out to Vin, like we just said. Shout-out to all the first-time guys on that team as well. Um, hope to see you guys back in the league. You guys had a really good season, and we were, uh, we're looking forward to seeing all those guys back. For the Dolphins, congratulations. You are exactly where we expected you to be. Let's move on to the last game that we'll cover here before we get into the two semifinal games. Uh, Packers, not Packers, the Falcons versus the Patriots. I'll start by saying this. Uh, not much to talk about here besides the fact that it was an absolutely dominant performance from the Falcons and specifically Anthony and Bimbo. I thought IB played his best game of the season. Some of the throws I'm watching from the press box, some of the throws he made were just absolutely absurd. Like, frozen ropes on the run, money. He threw a ball to Nick Sedano over the middle of the field that Nick ended up dropping on, like, a sliding attempt. Watching that from the press box, it looked like an NFL throw. Like, it was an absolute dime on the run. He was throwing missiles. He was throwing dots. He threw one to Justin. That was a really tough grab. I'm not going to credit Justin with the drop there, but it was a really tough grab, but it was still placed in such a perfect spot. He was on the money the entire day. It was routing. Their defense was all over the field. Like I said, best defense in the league. I expected them to come out. I still expect them to win the championship. They were phenomenal in this game. Tommy in his first playoff game, it was difficult. They couldn't really move the ball. They really didn't do anything well offensively. They had nothing going for them. The light, they got punched in the mouth early. Life was taken out of them. This game was over fast, Kurtzman. Um, yeah, it was over fast, but man, like, there were just a couple plays that separate this game being close. Like, every, I feel like the Patriots got the Falcons into a lot of third and fourth and third and fourth downs where if they were just able to make a play, they would have been able to possibly get the ball back and build a little momentum in this one. Um, but the Falcons, man, they just came out and just showed why they were the number one seed and the 9-1 record. Um, best team in the league, best defense in the league right now. Well, the whole season, really, for the defensively wise. Um, they they do it all. IB has played the best game he's played in a really long time. That will look like the IB of the old. Um, watching the film before doing the stats, I, I mean, I saw the throws live on the field, but from the press box, they look even better. Um, I, it's hard to stop that team, man. IB running threat. Johnny deep ball, Jack deep ball, Justin all capable of beating the defense down the field. It's just a lot to contain if you're not making IB uncomfortable in the pocket on the, and uh, making him think more than he has to. It, it's going to be a hard day for your defense. I think if a team is going to beat them, they're going to have to make IB uncomfortable and they're going to have to disrupt the offensive flow somehow. Um, but that being said, that's a super hard thing to do when you're playing against IB and all these athletes he has. So, uh, the, I don't want to say the Patriots didn't have a shot in this one because they did, but it was over early. It sucked to see that it wasn't a game going into the second half because no. I would have loved to uh, in the high-intensity um, atmosphere of a big second-half playoff game. Um, as for the Patriots, Tommy cemented himself as a guy who can win games in this league, cemented himself as a guy who, yeah, I didn't play at Ivy, you might have been looking at him as a first-round team uh, winning a first-round matchup. Um, he is a very capable quarterback. He had a very good team, had some good players. They just weren't able to get it done in this one. But um, I'm super, I'm excited that he's that he is excited to come back for year two. Yes, uh, I personally think this game was over the week before the playoffs, and I'll tell you why. They played them last game of the season, and they got their, and the Patriots got their doors blown off. Yeah. You figured that they'd go to tape and they'd learn 
and see what they could do and be competitive. And they were not competitive this week. So it's just, you know, you got punched in the mouth early. And they came in uh, maybe knowing that they couldn't beat this team. And there was no competitiveness there. Do you? I know you didn't see this one, but I'll, I'll ask you the question because Tommy actually, like Kirschman just alluded to it. Tommy DM'd me after the game or the other day and was like, "Yo, like the league is super dope. Like I know, like I'm I'm looking forward to coming back next season. Like it's really fun. I'm glad about that. Yeah. Um. Do you uh do you have any? You have your farewell to to Tommy in the Patriots. I, I, listen, have- I gotta give Tommy his props. I thought he played fantastic. The games I've watched and the throws I've seen him make and the the command he took uh, in the huddle with his team. Very impressed, and and he can win in this league. He can absolutely win in this league, and I look forward to you know, watching him play next year. So you're on you're on the Tommy Gaunty fan club now. You're I'm on the bandwagon. Yes, I am. All right. Uh, there's really not much to, to, else to say in this game. I thought I wanted to say this as well, Kurtzman. I thought IB made it a little bit more of a concerted effort to get Justin going. I think he was just like, all right, we're in the playoffs. Justin's going to get the ball a lot more. I don't know if the stats have that, but I feel like early in the game, at least, they were like, all right, this is why Justin was the first overall pick in the league. And you saw that, and we, we were kind of waiting on that all season, and I think you saw it in the first game of the playoffs. Yeah, no, um, 10 targets in this one for Justin. Yeah. It felt like we have been waiting for something. Oh, actually, I'm sorry, 11 targets in this one for Justin. Uh, very, like, not, I don't want to say quiet game. He was catching all of the really short passes and just when they matter most, like conversion, short touchdowns, just all the big plays. It felt like IB made sure to get the ball to Justin. They mattered the most. And, and an um, awesome play with IB and Justin as well with the lateral. Yes, um, little five-yard hook, and then IB just keeps running with it. Yeah. Uh, get quick shovel pass back and takes to the house 10 yards away it was a great design play on a fourth down that was a huge play that was 14 nothing. and if they were able to get the stop there that maybe they come down and score I don't know but listen give all the credit to the Falcons they never gave the Patriots a chance in this one you got the stats uh yeah so for the Falcons I view 15 of 24 151 yards four touchdowns also carries 58 yards and a touchdown also had an interception on defense and two pass breakups Justin was 8 for 78 and two touchdowns also caught two conversions interception which ended up being a pick six and a pass breakup Jack 3 for 25 and a touchdown also had a sack five tackles as well uh Johnny Johnny's McLeavy had a catch for 10 yards and three tackles. Sedano had two catches and 33 yards and a touchdown. Also had a safety and two sacks. Ramos had a sack and a pass breakup. And uh, Dimitrovsky, two catches, 11 yards. Will O'Neill, three tackles. Um, I thought, I think that the Falcons are getting some of the best production defensively out of their lower round. Um, Ramos has been good for them. Will has been great at tackling this year for the Falcons. So, listen, man, it takes a full team effort to get it done, and they definitely got it. Um, for the Patriots, Tommy, 11 to 21, 147 yards, one touchdown, two picks. Um, Paulie, two for 38, Abby, two for 29, Giuseppe, six for 55, and Christian with a 25 yard touchdown catch. Austin had one sack to finish off his. I mean, they don't count for the playoffs, but he got the lead in sacks for the Yeah, I, I wanted to shout out the guys in the Patriots. Talk about first time guys, Giuseppe and Dane. I thought they had phenomenal seasons. I think yeah, Gi- Giuseppe is in contention for sleeper of the year for first for first team uh, first team noticed everything along those lines. I think Giuseppe, you know, Tommy will probably want him again next season. I think a lot of people in the league want Giuseppe on their team, so I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be really interesting to see where he goes in the draft. Shout out to Austin, staple of the league, uh, just you know, a really good person to put with a first year quarterback like Tommy. Austin comes, he's gonna tell you how it goes, he's gonna play hard. He's going to try to win every week, no ego, come out there, and, and he played well. Like like you said, Kurtzman, led the league in sacks. Austin's a beast. Shout-out to Austin for being that guy, being you know a rock, a staple of the league. Shout-out to everyone on the Patriots. We hope to see all of you guys back. And a uh, really good season from you guys. Started slow and then, and then picked it up just how we thought you would. So uh, shout-out to everyone on the Patriots. And, uh, yeah, we hope what? to see you guys back. Want to throw in Paulie Colonado. I thought he had a great year. Yeah. Followed up uh, for his, his freshman year last year. Yeah. He followed up with Paul, a good season. A, Paul, he's a proven beast in the league. Yeah, he's a receiver. He's a good player. All right, let's uh, – you know, One thing I wanted yeah. to say about Tommy, um, besides that he's a god, um, <laughs> I think the one evolution I want to see in his game for next year in terms to adapt to our league even more is to get Lyman more involved. Uh, Lyman had no targets in this game. Um, not that it needs to be in your offense, but I just think it is something that if you are able to incorporate into your offense, you can go from good to great. Okay. My man goes down the field. He doesn't uh, dink and dunk. 
I think you need it in your offense. You said you don't need it. I I would say you do. But okay. I agree. No, I like. Yeah, no, I like it. Tommy is in contention for All American quarterback spots. His stats were full pro this year. Yeah, no, for sure. Shout out to all the Patriots players. Um, all right, let's go to the preview, the semifinal preview. Which game do you want to start with? Let's go in order. Six o'clock game, first game under the at the Matawan Turf, same as last week. Uh, we got the Falcons, number one seed, going against the Cardinals, number four seed. Dad, I'll start with you. I think you can't discount what the Falcons have done this year. They show up with their full team, and they're a problem. Again, with Nick Sedano, I think it all starts with him on that offense. And defensively, they are the best team defensively in this league. It's going to be a good matchup. Like I said, the Cardinals have a great defensive line, a great offensive line. So line play is going to play a big, big part in this game. And I just need to have Joe with his head in this game. I need him to be his best because it's going to take that to compete against his team. Chrisman, correct me if I'm wrong, but the first time the Cardinals played the Falcons, they tried to do that, uh, like they hold the ball, run a lot, right? They, they kind of try to play like a control type of a game, correct? Um, yeah, they, um, they ran, I think Joe had like 18 or 19 rushing attempts. They used their big defense. I mean, big offensive line to their advantage. What are you looking to see? And that didn't work for them. So what do you? And they have went way more up tempo in recent games. What do you? What do you think they need to do? What's their path to victory? They're obviously the underdogs in this game. What's their path to to victory? Um, I think they need to do a couple of things. Number one, um, bleed play clock, use the clock, try to win the possession battle. uh, Six, seven play drives. Um, Obviously, take your shots down the field, but I think. Keeping IB off the ball is one of the most important things playing the Falcons. Um, offensively, I still believe that the way that they played the Falcons last time could work. They they had a good game plan when they played against them, but I don't think they incorporated enough um, free snap motions, um, fake handoffs, play actions where Joe faked the run, but then actually then you have the offensive lineman go out because what they were doing was their offensive line was just snapping and pushing up field. So if Joe takes two steps forward and then drops back, it, it's a, that's like that is a play action in itself, basically showing that quarterback run enough. Um, I think the offense needs to be created, and they're going to have to score points. Twenty points they scored last week is not going to be enough to beat ID. I think no. we all know that. Um, but I think that the Cardinals they're path to victory. I told Joe and Tompkins yesterday that I love the construction of their team um, because they're able to use Tompkins as a receiver because their offensive line is pretty good still with Douglas, Musi, and J.K. Will at center. Um, they need to just be creative. Don't run the same formation every play, uh, which they've been good in do- not doing. They've been, I thought they've been very good at least showing them different looks that, but I want to see even more pre-snap motion. Uh, fake jet sweeps, get the defense thinking more. I think you're going to have to score at least 25 to 28 points to win this one, so be right at you. Here's my thing. the You know, it sounds nice to, to bleed the clock and hold the ball against them, right? So you keep the ball out of IBs in that offense hands. But IB, when he gets the ball, he takes his time. Like, he really takes his time. So if you're going to play that game, you're really going to have to execute. Like, you're, you're going to have to execute at a high level regardless. But I don't know how many possessions there will be in this game if both teams are bleeding the clock because IB takes that full – he really takes a full minute in between plays. And I know the playoffs has enforced a little bit more, you know, the, the play clock and everything, but IB definitely takes his time. And, like, I noticed that when I was cutting the film in every play, it's like, you know, 50 seconds to a minute in between plays. Um – I think if you know if the Cardinals are going to win this one, they're going to have to dominate the line. That goes without being said. Joe is going to have to play a mistake-free game. Can't turn the ball over, and they have the ball hawks lurking. Like last time, they really didn't even throw towards Jack at all. Um, I don't know how you're going to play. I don't think you could win the game with, with the bleed the clock, run the ball every time. Like You think you could win the game like that, Kurtzman? I'm, I'm not necessarily no, like... No, that's not... No. See, Look, everything I said and just literally you only focused on one little thing I said. No, no, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not focusing just no, on. No, but the, no, but this is what I'm saying. There's only going to be, yes, I agree, there only are going to be a certain amount of possessions in this game probably, but you need to look at the way that the Cardinals have played all year. You don't want to, you don't want to get out of your game 
against the Falcons. You need to also play your game. And I think the Cardinals game is also what I said, which is running the ball at the quarterback, um, uh, long, sustaining drives. They need to do what they've been doing, but they need to execute and get into the end zone more. Um, and also, even though the Falcons take a long time in between plays, they still are a quick hit offense. Yes, because they throw the ball down the field. Anytime that Johnny, Justin, Jack, or Sedano gets the ball in their hands, they are capable of making multiple guys miss on any play and scoring a touchdown. Yes. They are also, all three of them are capable of running past your defensive backs and scoring a touchdown. So as much as they take time in the in their in their uh, their huddles, they are just as much of a quick hitting offense as any team in the league. No, of course, because they have guys who could take it to the house on any play. I just think that, you know, you said their identity, the Cardinals' identity is kind of that run the ball with the quarterback. I feel and like their, yeah. I feel like their, I feel like their identity the last few weeks has has they've kind of strayed away from that and they've been better. I mean, Joe had. I think Joe had in this in the last game. Joe had uh, ten rushing attempts. So he's definitely still running the. No, football. no. Of course, he should still run the football. But I do think they've been taking a little bit. I just don't know what you're saying. I think they. Like, I think they've been taking a little bit more chances down the field, and I think in this game they can't be afraid to do it just because the Falcons have a really good defense. No. That, I don't think they're going to be afraid to do it, but if we're if we're being honest, the plays downfield have been very low low percentage um, the last couple of weeks. They really haven't been able to connect on many deep passes down the field. Sure, you can take them, but I don't know. I just think that they're very good at spinning drives and running a lot of play and keeping the ball out of the opponent's hand. Like against the Dolphins in the last week of the season, Soaps definitely Soaps only scored three touchdowns and. They only had about eight possessions in the game, so I don't know. I think that if the foul, if the Cardinals are able to keep the ball in their hands long enough, drive, they already have seven, eight play drives anyway. Um, they'll be all right. Now I'll start with you with the picks. Who are you taking? I'm gonna go with the Falcons here. Okay. Uh, Why? I do believe they are the best team in the league. Uh, like I said, defense wins games, but I think the key to this game. And Kirschman said it, long sustained drives, it helps. you got to pick and choose your spots. Know when you have to go deep. Uh, don't do it just for the hell of it. Or think that you can bust one free. I think you have to work the defense, and that will dictate when you can choose your spots. But the key to this game, make no mistake about it, is the pressure the Cardinals can put on IB. That is going to be the key to this game. Kurtzman, who are you taking? Um... Listen, man, I love the guys on the Cardinals. I think that they're going to come out in this game and play with a, a lot of art. They're going to be probably playing in front of a lot of fans at their home turf for the second straight week. Um, I'm going to take the Falcons. They just have too much firepower on offense. And it, it's just it's so huge. The first 10 minutes of the game can decide it. So yeah. the, the Cardinals' key to victory is to keep it close into the second half and hope to force IB into a few mistakes. And you need to capitalize on those mistakes points over turnover. Whichever team wins a turnover battle will win. So I'm taking the Falcons. I'm also going to take the Falcons here. Um, I think if it was Cardinals versus Dolphins, I think I would have a a little bit more trouble picking this game. But the fact that the Cardinals are playing the Falcons, I picked the Falcons preseason. I picked them before the playoffs. I'm going to pick them to win the championship. I've been consistent with that. Um, I just think they're the best team, Dad, like you said. I just think they're the best team in the league. I think I'd be, you know is on any given day the best player in the league. I think Justin is in that realm. I think Jack's going to win Defensive Player of the Year. I think that team is ready to go. I think Sedano is going to have his work cut out for him on the offensive line. He's going to have to handle some things. They're going to have to play well. But um, Let's I, not forget, Joe Pisco is step-by-step with uh, with Jack uh, as Defensive Player of the Year, no? Yeah, no, Joe, Joe is definitely in, in the race. 100% he's in the race. Yeah. But I'm saying I'm personally – Jack will be on my ballot for Defensive Player of the Year. Um, I've been saying that he'll be my defense player of the year. Uh, I just think the Falcons a little bit too much in this one, a little bit too much IB, a little bit too much speed. I'm giving them the, the edge here. I think they win by a score or two. Even though I picked the Falcons, I'm calling out the uh, Cardinal line to, to step it up. I mean, to me, uh, this is going to be the toughest game you play, even if you get to the finals. This is the game. You're going to have to step it up here. All right, let's go to the uh, – Kirsten, you have anything else you want to add before we get to the last game? No, um, I just want to say that I do think both these games are going to be um, very close and exciting matchups. I agree. Let's go with the uh, 7-15 game, Madelon under the lights turf. Bills versus the Dolphins. Rookie quarterback Nick Suroff versus 
the LeBron James, Zach Sobieski, as you say that. Um, wow. How do you feel about this one, Dad? Uh, I like the Bills' attitude going in. Yeah. Uh, they, 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 they finished the year strong. They came in and they punched uh, Kurtzman's name in the mouth. <laughs> they got the W. They move on to the next round. Uh, I, I, I like the way the offense is playing. Uh, they got receivers. They got the quarterback. Uh, defensively, they've been playing well. They got Zach back. Uh, I think that this team is ready. Kurtzman. Um, we talked a lot about the Bills in the beginning of the podcast about how um, Suroff has made great strides in the league from the very beginning of the season. Now, um, he has a really good game plan. He knows what he wants to do now. It feels like he has a really sound, uh, I don't want to call it a playbook, but they run a lot of the same plays, and he, he's, he knows what he's comfortable with with his guys, and uh, he's used Steve a lot. He's been able to get Q the ball. Um, the defense has kind of figured itself out a little bit more this week. I mean, this season, as the year's gone on. Um, but if they're going to beat Sobes, they're going to A, have to play better than they played against me, and B, they're going to have to not punt the ball because the Dolphins don't punt A, and they don't turn the ball over. You really can't turn the ball over, I think. This is going to be a high-scoring game. I think both offenses are going to come out ready to fire. Um, expect a lot of fireworks in this one. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, the more I think about this game, the closer I think it's going to be. Uh, I think the Bills are not, they're not like you said, that their mentality going into this game, they're not afraid at all no. of playing the Dolphins. I think you look at that um, the matchup, they're going to have a lot of guys that are talking. Like, the, the energy... The Dolphins are a low energy team. They're not. They don't. They don't come out and talk not smack. And, talk. But the Bills do. The oh, Bills. Yeah. The Bills are going to come Zach's out and talk. At the top of the list, right there. And you got Zach. Zach against Dylan. You got. Uh, Zach's got to keep his mouth going. One hundred percent. You got game. Misha in this one. Is going to make life difficult on Sobes. Um, this is. It's going to be a really good game. I think. Kurtz, when you said the Bills punted twice against you guys. Yeah. I think if they could cut that down to you know maybe only one punt, they're going to really really be in this one. If I'm if the Dolphins. Sobes, I think, is going to need a little bit more than three targets to Dylan in this game, Kurtzman. Oh, 100%. I think, he's, I think Dylan's – if, if the Dolphins are going to win this one, I think Dylan's going to have to have at least two scores. Um, I think Cody Norton's going to have to keep it up. I think you're, the offensive line, you got to call out the offensive line of the, uh, of the Dolphins. I think you have Lebo, you have um, Morick, and you have uh, Cody Norton. They're going to have to do a really good job against – John Misha, Misha, who's an absolute monster, looks pretty much unstoppable right now. Whoever he lines up against, they're gonna have to hold their own and do and do a good job because that's gonna be and a for huge, the whole game because he doesn't take a playoff that guy. Yeah, that's it's gonna have to be it's gonna be a, a whole team effort right there on that line. Sobs, I expect to be phenomenal in this game. Suroff can't press. He can't press this one. They have to. Whereas I think you know the Cardinals may have to press a little bit. I think the Bills they don't have to you know. Just okay. Say the Dolphins get the ball first and they score a goal up seven nothing. That doesn't automatically mean you have to go deep down the field and score. You know, an answer right away. Like this is gonna have to be a grind. You're gonna have to grind this one out. This is gonna have to be a battle. I think the key to victory, the path to victory, for the Dolphins, Kurtzman is playing a very similar game to how you guys played and getting a few key stops at the end while having consistent offense. I like to say the the reason why the Dolphins do not punt if they're within ten yards of midfield. To get the first down, they're going for it all the time. Yeah, of course. All right? Bills might have to have the same mentality here. They might have to. Because, you know what? I'll take my chances. If they don't get that first down, I'll take my chances with four downs inside the 25 rather than punt. You know, let them have – they'll probably get midfield with no problem anyway. So, I, I, I think they, that the Bills might have to expand their, their offense. Take and some more fourth down chances. Take some more fourth down chances. Keep the ball out of Sobers' hands again. Uh, and um, I don't want to miss – Shouting out to Amir. You want to talk about anchors in this league? He's an Iron Man. He's never missed a game. Mm. Uh, he's, he is dependable. And not only that, he sticks around. He watches other games. He's, he's a student. Not only is he a great player, he's a student of this game. No, Amir, Amir has been, and he's, and he's loud on every, every play. He blocks and he's loud. He brings the energy to his team. And they play really well. I was talking to Zach Sheree on PlayStation last night, and he was telling me he thinks that they're arguably the deepest team in the league, Kurtzman. Like, he was like, our, he's like our quote unquote worst guy is, is probably better than a lot of you know people's like third or fourth worst guys. Like he thinks that they have a really deep team and they're really confident with basically anyone they put out on the field. I agree. I agree. Patel uh, from 
Yeah, he's amazing. Great, yeah, he's great amazing. player. Yeah, yeah. You can't overlook that. Um, like I said, they got so many good players. There, there are. There's really no weaknesses on that team. They really have a good team. Kurtzman, you have anything to add before we do the picks? Um, I, I, I think if the Dolphins are going to win, I think like you said, I think um, Dylan's way more involved offensively. I think TJ needs to be way more involved offensively. Okay. Uh, but listen, I think that also when you're in the playoffs, as I'm doing the stats for the Dolphins right now, this is the most Sobes runs. When Sobes knows that positive yards need to be gained, he goes out there and runs the ball, and um, that takes away targets, but that doesn't mean that he's not getting the ball enough to his guys. He spread the ball at amazingly in this game. Uh, seven guys caught a pass in this one for the Dolphins. So I think that, that speaks volumes to what he's able to do. And I think that you do need to continue to do that, but make sure that the the, the guys we're getting fed are Dylan, DJ, Sean. You know? um, Cody, the lineman, will get theirs as the, in the flow of the game. Um, I want to see more looking at Dylan first. I feel like on a lot of the plays in the film, he doesn't look at Dylan's way early at the play, and I feel like Dylan is open initially. So let's see more of that. But uh, this is going to be a really good one. I'll start the picks. I am taking the Bills. Wow. Boy. No, I'm taking the Dolphins. Wow. Uh, you're weak as no, hell. No, uh, no, I'm taking the Dolphins. Uh, can't bet against Sobes. I'm also rooting for a Sobes. Uh, IB championship game. I think that's something everyone wants to see. But I hope I hope that Sorrell gives us a game to try to prove that he deserves to be in the championship. Damn, I I know you want to take the Bills. I do want to take the Bills. Like I'm taking the Dolphins. I'm taking the Dolphins money line, but I'm taking the Bills with the points. Like, if, sure. the, if the Bills were a plus four-and-a-half favorites in this game, I'm taking the Bills with the points. Like, I think it's going to be a really close one, but I think if Sobes has the ball at the end of the... I just see it. I just see the game playing out where Sobes has an opportunity to win the game at the end, and I would just say that he does. Like, I think this is going to be a really good game. I think the Bills belong, and if the Bills win, I will not be surprised at all. Dad, your yeah. pick. Bills, you are playing LeBron this week, and LeBron <laughs> gets to the title game. I'm going to pick the Dolphins for the reason that... Now, uh, Serhoff is a rookie, and Sobs has been there before. He knows what to do to get there. But I don't – listen, the Bills have been playing their best ball. I want them going in this game. I want them – don't leave anything, you know, on the table. Let it all hang out. Give us your best game. I'd love to see you guys win. But, again, if I have to pick one, I, like, I got to go with Sobs. Sad that we all – that we went chalk. I don't like that we went chalk, but it is what it is. Listen, we, I, think, I think we all just expect – the, the cream of the crop to rise at the end of the day, but as we all know, as we are all sports uh, guys that watch sports a lot, doesn't always happen that way, so that's why they got to play the games they're actually played on paper. That's why the games are played. Um, we will do the ballots, Kirschman will we'll announce the, uh, the all-pro teams and the award winners on the next pod, the championship preview, we will announce all of the ballots. Is that okay with you? Yeah, no, yeah, that'll be good for sure. All right, cool. We'll do that on the next podcast, so stay ready for that. Uh, we'll catch you guys at the field Saturday, 6 o'clock. Six, games at 6, games at 7.15. Uh, yeah, we're, we're really really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a really competitive weekend. So uh, anything else before we close out the pod, Kurtzman? No, but uh, let's just remember the rules that we said last week. Come with a mask and uh, be ready to play if you're playing. And uh, let's get it. Let's get it. All right, we'll catch you guys then. Peace.